Alright folks, this is the Besides Their Own podcast. Uh, we've done something quite special today, man. Relatively special. Well, you could soon... I mean, it's pretty special. Us, like. I mean, it's really it's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> if you've never seen anything. Basically, uh, for the first time, rather than just getting drunk and doing silly podcasts, where we try oh. to not be offensive, but mainly we just do be offensive a lot of the time. We are trying to be offensive. That's it. We, we do try. I try, I try to sort of keep that right. <laughs> This is the first one where it's going to be like a kind of a simultaneous thing. We're going to have it on besides the norm obviously here and I think I'm going to put it on Scotland stand up as well. I like this podcast. Mm-hmm. No. I liked it. It was, a, it was a nice one. It was it was quieter. I mean the last two we've done have been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's I mean it. the Power Hour <laughs> Challenge where we just chatted nonsense mm-hmm. and then there one where we just played songs and then again spoke nonsense. Oh, yeah, totally. This one's been an actual podcast where we mm-hmm. sat down, had a chilled chat with somebody that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because we're not interesting. Because we're not interesting. That's, that's why we do podcasts. Was. That's it. To, to make yourself seem interesting. And to see other people that are interesting. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because we're so not. So we've done that. Um, Nancy has been breakdancing since 1994, she says. And I, was I thought it was 84, she said. 1994. 94. And I was a pure baby at that time as well. I would have been going back and forth to Butlins with mum. At <laughs> <laughs> that time, craziness, man. But she goes on to talk about uh, the Zulu Nation and kind of all the uh, kind of dance workshops and everything that she does. And it's, it's an awesome podcast, man. Awesome. I really enjoyed that podcast. I yeah. mean, I didn't say much because oh, I'm no. the politics guy. That's but, I mean, it was interesting because obviously you can more about hip-hop hmm. in general than I do. Oh. I'm just sort of... I'm a kind of rapper mm-hmm. that doesn't rap anywhere oh. that cares about politics because I'm the politics guy and uh, that's pretty much my mm-hmm. entire well that's it well we've done this and thing. we're hoping today kind of made of this or getting kind of like guests in one of my ideas was to get kind of just mad guests that they like total like madness should we say the kind of plans we've got the kind uh, of people we've got planned no nah, nah. didn't nah. mention it we'll, didn't mention we'll, it we'll talk about it on another one right I'd rather not talk about it until it actually gets done, and then we could sit and yap about it. Right, that's, that's a good idea. Because uh, these things have a... Some nice plans though, we've well, got nice the plans. These, th- these things have a kind of wee bit of trouble sometimes trying to get stuff done, and then people don't turn up, and it's just... Especially when it's things. sort of as niche as we're totally, totally. planning on going. But it's basically going to be like people that have like mad jobs, basically. <laughs> so, or, or interests. Or interests and stuff like that, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, we're the vice of Scottish <laughs> podcasts. Sorry, it's, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be good. So this was uh, Nancy, and uh, you can check this out now. Hi, folks. Welcome to the Besides and On podcast. I'm Scuba, and obviously Monk's here. What's up? Nice one. And we've also got... Nancy McAndrew, a.k.a. Tracky G. Excellent, man. You want to tell Gee Fuck a wee bit of background about what's it, what's, what you do? Um, I've been a B-girl for 31 years, started in 1984, just after I seen Beat Street and Breakdance movie, decided that was the, the way I wanted to go down, and I've been hip-hop ever since. Excellent. So how did you get into that? Was there many sort of dance classes that you were able to go and check out and stuff? No, there was no dance classes. You had to make them up yourself. Mm-hmm. All the moves, you, you actually had to make them up. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no video cameras, no um, TV can, that could show you, no YouTube for the youngins oh, out there, right. nothing like that, no computers. So it was basically trial and error half the time, you just worked it and worked it until you got the mm-hmm. moves right. Yeah. That's something you never think about, 
is that nowadays when you go and try something, you can go and see what the legend's done and how they, mm-hmm. if they made a mistake, you can see the mistake and then you've got the benefit of hindsight to go on it mm-hmm. and you can improve. But back then, there's nothing to improve on. No. You've just to be the best you can and that's pretty much, I guess it's a good, it's a good life goal to just be the best you can. That's it. It's all about beating yourself. Aye. Mm-hmm. Um, the base, so, the did you manage to get better by sort of like when did you need to start meeting people that were kind of interested in the same thing? Um, well, it was it was very sparse at that time. <laughs> um, there was really just uh, there was me, uh, my brother, and a couple other uh, guys that we we danced at Jackie's nightclub. At that time, it was all Northern Soul sort of thing <laughs> that nice. we were into, or the disco Northern Soul stuff. Where we used to do the competitions. And um, we just all got together and we'd wait to see the movie and we thought, ah, we can do that. That's, mm. that's the way we're going sort of thing. And we all just got, um, we used to go down, I'm for the Lynx in Kirkcaldy, mm-hmm. um, and we used to go down and on at the prom. Um, and the first head spins were done on an LP cover. Right, right. Just, just on the, the, the basic road to be an LP cover, that was where the head spins were done. Then we got a tiny bit of linoleum, it was about three foot square, mm-hmm. and that was your, doing your knee spins, your back spins on that, and we eventually progressed to a bigger bit of linoleum that Nairns is <laughs> donated to us, so it was fine. <laughs> um, and then it got to the stage that we were out all the time, Ken, every night after your work and everything, you were away doing the prom and we were all meet down there, but then it got to be winter sort of thing, the weather, so couldn't do it outside um, doing the prom, so we'd go like underneath Tesco's where they have the wee subway bit, oh, right there, aye, aye. down there, and we'd practice under there if it was raining, eh, so that at least we'd, the linoleum was dry and that, uh, take the beatbox down to the town centre and everything and just bust the moves. That sort of thing, that's how we started. Oh, I'm glad I never get to see that kind of stuff. Well, that's the thing, but when we first started getting into hip hop at that time, it was um, it probably would have been just after 2000. We hadn't heard that a lot of people that done this stuff. Obviously, we live in Kenway, so we're totally, we live in a field, basically. <laughs> so it happens here, so it's kind of hard to find a lot of people. But I have been hearing since then that Dunk recorded there's a lot of people that are kind of oh, in hip hop and we've got DJs like um, Lloyd and uh, Lyle and stuff like that, DJ Lloyd, Versatile, uh, Dodd Muirhead. Dodd Muirhead, aye. That's Dodd, all aye. the kind of people that are kind of joined together yep, in this circle. It. Um, same like uh, we'll mention Craig Forrest as well because you've been. That's right, Craig. You, I taught Craig for he was about eleven. Mm-hmm. He's now twenty-eight. So that's it. It's crazy just knowing that there's that kind of hip hop revival sort of thing in Kirkcaldy yeah, right. is quite unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are way, way we, we are we are nothing. <laughs> we, are, we are really late getting into this, mm-hmm. so we're now just sort of catching, catching up, up. So we, we, mm-hmm. trying to find everything out that we can mm-hmm. possibly find out. So we're a bit behind, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> 10, 15 years later, we're actually starting to catch up on it. Aye, but that's fair enough. It's crazy, like. So, um, would you say it was about that time you started to get involved with the Zulu Nation? No. But, no, the way after but, that. Aye, that, that didn't come to... Um, I didn't get involved with the Zulu Nation until about 2010. Right. Um, because we were kind of way the way you think sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd, I'd got asked by uh, one of the guys through in, in Glasgow, James Holloway, if... I would be interested in joining the, the Zulu Nation and that. <laughs> and you have to go through initiation and that. And uh, you get, a, like, the Green Book, which is like our Bible, which is about tells you what you should be following. Mm-hmm. You know, about, it's all about community and thinking and peace, love and unity. Again, Are you allowed to talk about the initiation? Or is that kind no. of kept secret? No, no, so that's going to be my next question. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what in... Uh, there's, there's madness, man. Just been involved in that. So, who you met? Who you met? Sort of so far in based in Scotland that are 
involved in this as well. In the Zulu Nation, mm-hmm. there's only three of us at the moment in the Zulu Nation. Mm-hmm. That's Dave, um, G, um, James Holloway, and myself. Um, it's very, very new in Scotland, and we're just starting to build it up. We're looking for new recruits, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's just going to take time. But it's all about paying it back to the community, you know, mm-hmm. looking after each other and things like, and just and just basically being good citizens. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, what kind of things would you be looking for for certain people to join? What sort of things would you be? Um, people who are, you know, want to be involved in the community, want to pay things back or pay it forward, as, as you mm-hmm. say, that sort of thing. We go out and raise money for charities, um, do things for the food banks, all that sort of thing. Nice. Um, it's just, and it's just what I'm saying, just about paying it back to the community. Excellent. You do uh, a lot of dance classes now as well, so that'll probably be like a lot of your contribution towards yeah, that as well. Yeah, definitely. And so I try through my dance. I teach uh, two classes a week at my my daughter's a dance studio, Energy Dance Studios in Gurkadi, mm-hmm. um, and I teach two classes a week there um, for the kids up to adult. Depends who's coming, sort of thing. I'm already on my second generation of b boys and b girls, right. so I'm now teaching the kids. The kids are taught. That's um, cool. I like that. Cool, um, so, still, I, I, I always like the look on the kids' faces when they first come into the class, and they're like looking for the teacher, and then I go, right, let's go, and they're mm-hmm. like, she's like an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I could have watched that. She can't do anything, and then you get doing bust the moves, and they're like, aye, okay. <laughs> uh, I, can, I can trust this woman. She's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's good. So, it's, it's just so interesting and uh, the fact that I've been through all these years of watching these kids grow up and they're, they're now parents of their own kids and it just makes me really proud to be that I've been part of their life, mm-hmm. you know, to make them kind of mould them into the, the people that they've become. Are there any young gems you're looking forward to seeing in the future? Sorry? Any young gems that you Coming up? Uh, oh, there's a lot of really, really, um, and not even just with my classes, I mean, you see them all over mm-hmm. it. Um, we go to... Um, UDO competitions, dance competitions and things like that and the kids that are coming even out through that, through the dance school is just amazing like, mm-hmm. just their, their pure talent and it's different nowadays because they've got so much stuff that they can do mm-hmm. for to help them, like what you're saying, put on YouTube, right, oh, I want to learn a windmill, I mean we had to learn it step step, bruise by bruise. Oh, you always knew you'd got it right when mm-hmm. it didn't hurt, that's, <laughs> that's how you always knew you got the move. When it didn't hurt. Um, as I say, we did we didn't have what they have nowadays. So the standard that they're at, we could when we were as good as we were, we were never even near the standard uh, of what they mm. were because they have so much uh, opportunity to learn so much Definitely. more than what we had. Can and th- that's brilliant. That's what you want. Everyone needs oh, yeah. to progress. Definitely. Do you get a big influx of people coming into sort of dance studios and that due to mind Britain's got talent so they had that thing they had like the big dance crews and everything come yeah, on yeah they, they did they did um, I know my daughter's dance studio did, did take up a, mm. a, a, a lot more uh, students uh, through that because it, it opened everything up mm. um, I was on uh, how I got in there <laughs> I was on Got to Dance uh, right. Season three, uh, with Ashley Banjo and Kimberly Wyatt and um, oh, Adam Garcia. And that. Was, it, was this on the Sky One? Sky One. That yeah. Was it? No, that that was a, a story in itself. Um, Talk about it. Let's go. Let's talk about it. I went. <laughs> I had went through uh, to those auditions with my daughter to support because her crew had got through uh, uh, into mm-hmm. the, the auditions. Eh? So 
I went through to give them the moral support and things like that, and that was, oh, I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. But um, on asking her about how she got into the breaking and the hip hop and things like that, she said, my mum and dad both break danced, they were in a crew, mm-hmm. and uh, she's, that's all she's known is dancing through her life sort of thing. And she goes, that's my mum over there, so they had asked if I uh, was auditioning. Right. And I was like, uh, she was like, no, no, she's not auditioning at all. So. The next thing I know is the producer's over me and he's going, come on, you have to dance, you have to audition. And I'm like, no, I'm no auditioning. This is my daughter's time. This is for them. I'm only here to support them sort of thing. So over the course of about three hours, they just went on and on and on. They kept coming up to me. Come on, just just a wee bit sort of thing. Because like, that's a good thing as well, because they could add these kind of like, oh, this is the moment. That's stuff, right. Add that element to that's, get what, that's what they actually ended up totally. doing. So um, in the end, they had the other people that were auditioning going, come on, Nancy, Nancy, do it, do it, mm. and sort of thing. And I was like, right, okay, fine, right, I'll, I'll throw you in, that's it. Um, so I had, n- n- this is where it gets the nitty right. had no, I wasn't dressed to dance, sort of right. thing. So I had to go and borrow a sports bra, right? Because mm-hmm. right. us ladies have to look after us. Yep. Oh, some men. Sort of thing, <laughs> or some men. Um, so, and I had no music to dance to, so I had to pick a random tune on somebody's phone, right. um, sort of thing. So, went in and uh, just bust the move, sort of thing. And then they decided to interview me after it. Right. Now, I hadn't danced for six weeks, because, or more than six weeks, because I, I hadn't been well. Right. So, I, I'm trying to talk and breathe at the same time. So, it wasn't a good thing. It was right. like, <laughs> um, that, that was all they got out of me for a good majority of the thing. See, that's so. TV is so gimmicky, but in that scenario, I totally would have done the same thing. Because mm-hmm. it does also do the. Because uh, it's not just get, it's cool as well. I mm-hmm. like it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It, they did that at the Olympics as well. Once the race, once the the races are finished, they get these kind of heavy breathing dudes that have just finished That's the race. Right, it's like, like <laughs> why did you bother interviewing them there? You've got all day to do that. That's right. <laughs> well, they didn't. They left it to the last minute. <laughs> so, to cut a long story short. Um, through a, a lot of things that happened over the thing, me and my daughter got picked, or me and my daughter's crew rather, got picked to go on, and they kind of based it against a mother-daughter thing. Right. Um, a wee bit interesting thing through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had us, on on the Got to Dance thing, they had us, uh, the scenario was they played 8 Mile soundtrack. Oh, Christ, so right, came I mean? So it was, Ken, it was right, battle, battle, Ken. Oh, yeah. Um, which it wasn't nothing like, that wasn't what it was about, sort of mm. thing. It was just supporting for each other and sort of thing. My daughter was glad that kind of got through and mm-hmm. uh, uh, so just looked forward to the experience together, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up that it was Davina McCall that was the... Uh, oh, cool. Uh, and she was great, great oh. girl. Um, we had her doing a freeze and everything. <laughs> and I shouldn't say this uh, on the podcast, but she had a lovely peach thong that was shown. Nice, um, nice. <laughs> Exclusive. So, exclusive, yes. so down to earth, totally down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, it was um, when it was my turn to go on. Uh, we were in the dome, and in the middle bit of the dome is um, just a bit where you wait, and the camera goes in front of you mm-hmm. as you go through, and on the stage, and the judges and the audience is there. But as I went through, it had been really heavy rain, and mm-hmm. my feet had got wet. So when I'm going up the, the on the stage, it's a kind of weird vinyl sort of stage, oh, yeah. right? Well, my feet, I thought, I'm going, I'm going to go down in the first move because it's slidey, because my feet oh, were yeah. slidey and they were wet. So I kind of was rubbing my feet, waiting, and you've got to tell them when you're ready to go, sort of oh, thing. Totally. So I'm rubbing my feet, sort of thing. And um, next thing, oh, here's Nancy, Nancy, 
There's Davina running through in her six-inch heel through the, the door. I've got tissues, I've got tissues. <laughs> right, I've got to my feet. So um, the judges, they're all looking as if, what's going on here, mm. sort of thing. So I had to bite my feet in that. She takes the tissues and off she goes away and puts them in the bucket. Okay, and that's how oh. doubt there she is. There was nears and graces. Uh, and as I say, I went on, done stuff. I wasn't there to prove anything because oh, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't going there for a get through or anything like that. <laughs> I was going there, I'd been asked to do my stuff. Right, okay, here you go, through doing. And um, next thing I came is I get the two stars to go through. And my daughter's Disney, my daughter's crew Disney. Oh, yeah. So that was the total gutting thing. Oh, yeah. Because um, then I had to go back through and she's gutted because uh, the crew didn't get through and then I got oh. through and it, it was just, it was a horrible, horrible feeling. Eh? Um, so it was a really bad predicament to be in. So oh, I, yeah. I felt so bad for them, and I was the one that was the one to get through, and I got through, and oh. kind of sort of thing. So we, we had to work a good bit through that. Right. Uh, wasn't a good, good thing right. at that time. Eh? But um, hey ho, we moved on, and kind of everybody was supportive after that, and it was mm. brawn. We, we just thinking through, and I got down to a good. Um, Qualification through because there was over two hundred thousand folk in for it. Right, right. Uh, so Jesus. to get down through into the um, kind of the, the low numbers where the judges were deciding if you were going oh. through to the finals, eh, the semi finals and that. So it's fair tough for that considering yeah. I never expected to go in for it in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, right. Did you get a lot of backlash for that then as well? Just uh, like any gigs or any opportunities? Oh, aye. Like there was there was there was tons of things. Um, oh. can, you'd go you'd go places and you get recognised like. Nothing else, and I'm like, I'm me nans for the links here. Can you, you didn't need my autograph? I had people that came into my work at what my autograph, uh, Fengland reps that had come in, and oh. you're just like, Are you serious? This is me, kind of sort of thing. You think that somebody's gone back to their, their bairns or their, their sister or brother? Say, I want Nancy's That's autograph. Exactly. We were, we were in, me and my daughter went in the shop in Dundee, and, and she, this woman comes and she goes, Well, you've got to dance, yeah. She picks up the phone and she phones her husband. Listen, you have to speak to this woman. This is a woman who's got to dance. I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> Seriously. It's weird this wee celebrity obsession that some people have. Aye, the minute the season has been on mm-hmm. television, well, they just assume, oh, cool, this is a celebrity and then we can just do something with this. You're letting on? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, it's totally. That's it. Okay. I was saying that. How excited were we to meet Stig the Dump? I bet, see, I only spoke to him for like a few minutes, so. I bet it's still cool. It's still pretty cool. I mean, Although I'm not much of an autograph person. No, no, no. <laughs> Not that. I did see the point in him. No, I just haven't. Somebody's name written down in the book. Oh, I did, I did, Ken, because I've just been to the Warriors reunion in Cork. Oh, Island. yeah, that's, that's just where we're going to be. Yeah, and I've got, um, I've met all, Ken, met the, the cast that, that was, some of the cast that was there, mm-hmm. and you had one to one conversation, and they were absolutely brilliant. It was one of the most oh, exciting experiences I've did, did ever had. Did all the Warriors turn up? There was yes. a good majority of them. Right. Yep, Ken. There was the main ones, Swan and uh, oh. uh, Vermin and things like that. Um, you had the uh, Baseball Furies, Ken. <laughs> was it the, the actual people that played the Baseball yes, Furies? Yes, uh, uh, the main people. Orphans, we had Apache Ramos uh, for the Orphans, Ken, Michael Beck, Swan, Ken, uh, all that sort of thing. Met them awesome. uh, all four opportunities. We sat and watched the movie with the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that was cool. I've that's got cool. I got the vest and the vest saw signed by the uh, the cast. Now. Oh. So that's now in a frame in the house. So <laughs> that's nice. all done. 
Um, they're all friends on Facebook now because they're so down to earth. They're just they just chat back and forward and that. It's, it's, it's just oh, been it's a, cool, like. one amazing opportunity. Oh, it really was. So how did you get that then? Was this through? Well, what happened with this? Um, well, I've been Warrior Staff since I first seen it in uh, 1979, and it's a cult classic, eh? Mm-hmm. And um, one of my friends um, that I met from Mums in the Hood, which mm-hmm. I'll go into later. Perfect. Um, <laughs> She had sent me the link because she, she actually stays in Manhattan Beach, which is next right. to uh, Coney Island. She says, you never guess what's going to come here. So I was like, oh my God, I have to go to that. So within two hours, I'd booked my flight and I was, my tickets <laughs> and everything, and I was going to this thing, just totally random. But I had to go to it because it was a, it's the last reunion, eh? Oh, right, right, and yeah. it was based at Coney Island, which is the home of the Warriors. No, so uh, had always, I'd been at Coney Island uh, the year before, and I was like, oh my God, this is Warriors game sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then to actually be to there with well. the Warriors for the cast of the movie was outstanding. Like, they That's were awesome, amazing. Man. Absolutely amazing. Total gentleman too. Awesome. Like. And you also done a kind of a meet with the Zulu Nation as well. You were talking about a wee bit of what we, while ago. Uh, we did that last year, yeah, for the anniversary. Before. And um, we had like a celebration thing in Glasgow and that, and African Bambata came. Mm-hmm. and. Obviously that was just outstanding, he's playing on the decks and everything. Um, so it was, there was just a mash of all the, the, the Zulu Nation, some of the members came up from England and that, and just, oh. it was just a really good party night and feel good night and can like see peace, love, unity and having fun. That's what it's, what it's all about, eh? something. Total respect for everybody. Definitely, definitely. So it was great. So what about, uh, what, what is Mums in the Hood? If you explain Mums in the Hood, right. This came about, um, I have a lot of uh, old school people on my Facebook, <laughs> uh, you know, Poppin' Pete, uh, Popmaster Fable, uh, Wiggle, Stretch, everything like that. And she obviously had the same sort of friend, circle of friends. She comes from New York. This is Barbara Adler, um, and she's the, the captain of Mums in the Hood, which is a group of breakdancing mums from New York. And at that time, they were in their 40s, oh. right? And they were embracing the hip-hop. And the reason they're called Mums in the Hood is it's actually about motherhood, right? right. And about how hip-hop has taken over their lives and um, basically they've put that into, into their life at a later age. Mm-hmm. Uh, their motto is anything is possible at any age because they started to break dance in the 40s. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, I mean, I've been doing it since kind of, I was oh, like, yeah in my 20s yeah my young 20s um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and through but they weren't they were just starting out in their 40s sort of right. so that was a big thing so um, just one day random thing on Facebook pops up and she a message for her and she had obviously read my profiles and things like that and she just goes have I just met my soul sister for across the pond and I went you sure have <laughs> and we just started chatting back and forward and we had loads in common sort of thing and the next thing she says that they've been asked to dance at uh, the World uh, Hip Hop International Championships mm-hmm. that's uh, the uh, Howard that does the America's Best Dance Crew and things like that right. and she says oh you should come to Las Vegas and dance with us now I mean the chances of that going that's it. money can oh, yeah. mm-hmm. cost a lot to go and do that sort of thing and uh, I says I would love to do that and it just Evolved for there, the next minute I knew I was fundraising, I was doing sponsored roller skates across the Fourth Road Bridge, everything, eh, car boot sales and that, to try and get this money for to go across, because I had to go to New York first and practice with the mums, right. which was actually about a total of six hours practice before we were on the stage. Sure, right. 
for to try and get they, they had the routine I had to learn the routine in that amount of time then we went to Las Vegas and we performed on the stage um, <laughs> in front of thousands and thousands of people and, and that was just phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and they just embraced me and took me into their, their crew so it's um, five mums for New York and me for Scotland that was awesome. I love that that's it that was amazing boy. See, um, see when I first seen the mums in the hood thing I thought it was a bunch of folk for Cricordy aye so mm. I didn't realise at the time that this was what that's happened it. There's, o- there's only me in the hill of Britain that's ah. with um, uh, or out, out with the mums in ah. the hood they're off in New York um, just think about it. I, I like it. Oh, I love, I love it. it. It's Man. such a great sisterhood. Everybody just gelled, and it's like, I mean, the first time I walked into the the studio when to meet them, sort of thing. It mm. was like, Nance, that sort of thing. <laughs> it was like everybody can they, they knew me, I knew them. There was no strangeness. I mean, I, it's like Barbara says, I'd got a, a taxi with a stranger in New Jersey, <laughs> travelled all the way to Long Island um, to meet a group of people that I'd never met. Oh, yeah. I mean, they couldn't, it could have been like a thing for catfish, <laughs> you know, they, it could have been anybody. It's a bunch of old hairy exactly. men that you meet. It could have been, but it wasn't it, and it turned out to be one of the best things I've done. So I've been back, I think, five times now for to do things mm. with them. We've danced twice at um, Hip Hop International, we've done America's Best Dance Crew, mm. um, sort of auditions and things like that and it's just, I've, I've met my soul sisters for across the pond sort That's of thing. Awesome. So, I mean, Facebook is, can, can get decried at certain times, uh, but it has been a mm. fantastic networking thing for me. This is Absolutely this, brilliant. All this for the you brought that up. This all is this the, for the links. Oh, totally. Exactly. It's, I started in, um, it was about must have been about 2000 when mm. I was thinking with Craig. Before that, we used to do that. We, 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 we used to go and dance at the Glebe Park Centre in Kirkcaldy, which right. was a community centre. And we used to hire that out and we'd go down and train. That's where we trained all the time. We trained there for 22 years. Mm. But in that time, people, the young kids outside, they were playing in the play park outside or out in the streets. And we'd just say, come in, watch. And Ken, they'd come in and sit down and watch and everything. And then they'd get a wee bit interested. Come on, have a wee go at this and sort of thing. <laughs> Same with Craig and that, and oh. before you knew it, it was like, oh, can we come and do this sort of thing? Oh. So uh, you were basically providing some place for them to go and keep them off the street and uh, build them their self-esteem. Some of them had so low esteem and can, didn't he get him life sort of thing. So this gave them this focus and escape. And like I said earlier, it, it's, it's all about building up. Whatever you do in breaking and hip hop goes through you in life. Mm-hmm. It can it helps you deal with things that you, you can like if you go in the dance floor and you can't get this windmill, you can't get this move. You've got Keep to work it, it and work it, it and think it. Well, it's the same in life. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes for free. No. It, it is hard work. That's what you need to do. So, um, but my crew sort of dispersed in about two thousand. Can know can we're all getting older, sort of thing. We all went different ways and mm-hmm. raising families and things like that. But I just kept training and training and training. Craig will put this down um, mm. to him and it was because I stopped for two years and it was him that kept pestering me when we starting back, when we starting back, when we started, aye, right, okay. And in the end I just, right, next week we're going. Right. And it, it went for there. And before I knew it, there was more and more kids coming in. So I just hired a hall, mm. hired the hall each week and just invited the kids. They'd invite their friends in sort of thing. So it was just like jam session every week. Just a good community that came up here, and now they're all grown men. Oh, yeah. Ken, they're married. That's what I'm saying. I'm now teaching their kids. Oh. Ken, so it was just, it was just a great feeling, a community paying back what I'd got 
for hip hop oh. and paying it back to them and sort of thing and didn't ask them to pay for anything because they didn't have anything well, and it. so it was just getting this, this centre for it to come and can be part of something mm-hmm. yeah. that's awesome that's awesome do you think you'll be keen up to teach the kids these kids when they get older I'll be going as long as I can go mm-hmm. even, even with my gammy knees and my <laughs> and get up in the morning can't, I can't walk and everything well, Steve, that, like, uh, even if you're in that state which god forbid obviously you're not um, you can still kind of teach and you stuff still like that. You, the still through, you right? don't have to actually physically do these things That's yourself it. for to show them mm-hmm. or, or explain to them what to do. It's all about breaking, it's all about technique. Although, okay. somebody breakdancing with a Zimmer frame would be fun to watch. Hey, go on YouTube, there is. There, there's going to be stuff, yeah, there there's is. people with like there's, there's, there's guys who are absolutely, there, there, there's breaking anybody can mm-hmm. do. And I've seen people with no legs, oh, yeah. One arm, all the rest of it sort of thing. And the, the, that's the beauty of it. It's just the focus and the determination that I will get this move. I might be a wee bit different for you, but which you want anyway, because you didn't want oh, to look the same. Um, but I will conquer this. And that's why I just love this whole <laughs> thing. It's, it's, it's just all about, because in your soul, and that you, <laughs> you just, everybody's just so passionate about it, Ken, and the determination that it puts in you. And as I say, that carries you through life. There are very few things you get that from as well. A I lot of people like to quit at a certain point, mm-hmm. but it seems with certain things, especially in hip hop, that nobody wants to quit at any point. Oh, they no, just no, carry on until. The, the, the atmosphere, the family feeling, the. The, the feeling of unity is just unbelievable. You go to anybody, I mean, you can go to the, the, the hardest battles out, and I'm talking about, when you're watching a battle sometimes, right, it gets fierce, no, and I'm no. talking fierce without swearing, right? It does, and it actually, it's so intimidating, because that's what it's all about, and mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it comes for the gangs, it, they took it off the streets, they brought it onto the dance floor, so instead of fighting, you fight, you battle with your moves. It's all about being the best of the best, but using it, hence the reason it's called a battle. But it can be so, so fierce. But see when that battle's done? Best friends. It's the best of friends. Mm -hmm. It's it's because they have the same respect for each other, and that's the biggest thing in hip hop, is respect. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same in rap battling. They've got shared faces, they'll roar at each other's faces, Mm -hmm. call each other everything underneath the name, they're Mm -hmm. And then they'll shake hands and be like, that's right. yeah, there's there's no other type of kind of musical culture in the world. That's so aggressive, that's, teacher, but it's but so it's, nice. It's like, it's there's all the competition and kind of aggression, but it's, it's still always always good. That's right. You don't go to a, a heavy metal concert and you see them kind of battling each other. Like you don't get that stuff nah, anywhere else. It's just else. positivity. That's mm-hmm. what I always it. teach my kids. Mama or my classes, negativity is not an option. Mm-hmm. End of. There's no such word as can't. If you want to do something, you can do it. Can mm-hmm. I'll help you? But you will manage to do it. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be positive about everything. And as nice. I say yet again, that's what takes you through life. You have to be positive. You'll get knockdowns like nothing else. Can we all go through it? Mm-hmm. But it's all about building yourself up, getting yourself positive, and bringing yourself through it. Definitely, definitely. I think that's a fantastic point to end on as well. Is there anything you want to plug before you go? Um, Dance classes and such things. Yeah, my 
Doors, dance studios, energy dance studios at, um, up at Mitchelson Industrial Estate. She's just uh, expanded. Beautiful brand new studio. Um, she's got two studios now. It's kitted out to the best of stuff. Um, they've got private the den and everything where they could relax between classes mm. and everything. So I definitely pay a visit. She dances. She does every type of dancing. She caters for every type of dancing. So mm. energy dance studios definitely. And Mums in the Hood. Look it up. It's Mums M O M Z in the Hood. Right. Look them up. Has to be a Z. It has to be a Z. A Z is hip hop. Amazing uh, crew, uh, over 50s now, we're on our 50s um, dance crew. So So they've been going for 10 years now? Yep, yep. That's awesome. Crazy, it's brilliant man. Absolutely fantastic. And can I give a big shout out to Lancelot Lancelot Theobald Jr. who is our professional dance uh, choreographer. Um, Fitness guru, he's absolutely amazing. Um, So big shout out to him as well. Excellent. There you go. Thanks very much for coming up. No problem, that's great. Thanks for that, really appreciated it. Excellent. <coughs> right, that was our interview with Nancy. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, man. We enjoyed doing that. It's crazy. It was good. I really man. enjoyed it. Oh, that's I it. said that earlier. She said she was nervous. I said that about two minutes ago. Oh, yeah, well, that's it. Because <laughs> we're recording this directly <laughs> after Craig's beatboxing. And uh, aye, so. Uh, basically, uh, we got her up and it was, it was a great podcast, man. It was awesome. So, aye, we've already talked about this before. So, what I'll say is, if you want to check further stuff, go to our SoundCloud, besides the non-podcast. Um, we'll put loads of backup stuff. It'll be on Mixcloud, if SoundCloud or iTunes happens to go down. iTunes, besides the non-podcast. Aye, because well. iTunes and SoundCloud are going to go down before Mixcloud goes down. Not again. <laughs> We've got stuff backed up anyway, so right. if there is someone else comes out, we'll be alright. So, uh, aye, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Mixcloud. We're on a. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you could use my Twitter. It's DJ Scoops. It's awesome if you want to check that out. Uh, we've not got a podcast Twitter because it'll just be me that's using it anyway. Aye. Because it doesn't really interest aye, you. I've got interest. So, you might as well just get in touch with me. If you want to contact us personally, you could go to Monk on Facebook, although you probably will not get a reply because I don't use it. That's it. And we also have the Besides the Norm podcast on Facebook as well, so if you want to check that out as well. Got loads of exciting stuff coming up, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> that seems like a kind of dreaded end Hopefully. There. Hopefully we've got loads of brilliant stuff coming up. We had some bookings and then they cancelled. That's it, that's it. Mm-hmm. Bye. So I, basically it's going to be quality. So if you want to get in touch with us, I just told you everything there. Get in touch with us there. Also, if you want to send us emails, death threats, anything, as we usually say before, <laughs> besides the norm at gmail.com. That's enough of us. Catch you later. Cheerio, bye. Peace.